Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. This is episode 14 of the podcast. This week, I am again joined by Reiki Joe. Joe is a Reiki master teacher based in Phoenix, Arizona. And we're going to be chatting about how you can charge yourself up when you're feeling sluggish. And what I mean by that is other than drinking coffee or eating something sugary, which is actually counterproductive. Eating sugar is really addictive and it's going to go totally against what you're trying to accomplish. If you are trying to get some energy, it'll give you a little burst, but you'll crash. So what can you do to charge yourself up when you're feeling sluggish and you want to do something healthy? So stay tuned. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Goth Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. Hi, I'm Don Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today, Reiki Joe is back. Hi, Joe. Hey, Don. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you're back. And how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Really good. Good. Feeling really energized and charged up right now. Awesome. I did yoga today, and I really needed it because I was feeling kind of sluggish. So I thought maybe we could talk about... What do you do when you're feeling sluggish, besides having coffee or something like this? What do you do to charge yourself up? What are some things that you do? Oh, you're going to ask me this now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what do we do, right? So I'm a dad. I'm a working dad. I have a wife. I like to do stuff and recreate and do all that stuff. And I get tired, too. Our kids get tired, and we all get cranky. We get hangry. And I don't know if you know what that means, yep, but hungry. I get it too. Hungry, angry. And we get there. It gets crazy. And oh my gosh, it's like when is bedtime? And then we go to bed and we wake up tired. Somebody brought up coffee earlier and we go get coffee first thing. That's what I do. Actually, I get water first thing because I'm, I'm that weird guy. I get two glasses of water, like with lemon. And I put it, you know, I drink it like right away. And then I chase with the coffee and then I pee all morning. So. Anyways, so yeah, but sometimes you'll get up and you'll have coffee and you'll drink it and you're like, oh my gosh, one cup's not enough. And then we're going for two and we build up this resistance and this tolerance and we're all working against us. And I don't know about you, Don, but I have a drop off after I have my coffee buzz and I feel really, really strong in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Do you get that too? 
I do. I get that. And it's usually mid-afternoon, and sometimes it's so much where I feel like I need to take a nap. Right, because we're going, right? Well, my lifestyle is similar to yours. I find that it's just, I don't know, you're just continually, there's just so much going on. My kids are a little bit older, slightly easier than when they were younger, and there was no sleep. Actually, it's a lot easier than when they were younger, although I miss the younger years. It's just that when they're sleeping and they can do a lot more stuff on their own, it's easier. But as far as the energy, I do feel a huge drop in energy in the afternoon. And I'm studying nutritional therapy. I'm actually almost certified. It comes up in June. And a big part of what they teach is about the adrenal glands and adrenal insufficiency or adrenal fatigue. And it's not Addison's disease. As a naturopathic doctor, they will run some tests on you, which I need to get done. They consider adrenal fatigue to be pretty big syndrome nowadays. I've read a lot of books about it. I don't know particularly if I have it because I haven't been officially tested for my cortisol levels, but I know that I crash and I did a questionnaire about adrenal fatigue and I ticked off all the boxes. So I'm always looking for ways to increase my energy and drinking the coffee. That's good in moderation, but having too much coffee, it overworks your adrenals and then they just get exhausted and they stop producing cortisol. You know, there's a Starbucks on every corner now. Back in my corporate days, every morning we took that trip down to Starbucks or the cafeteria to charge up. And then sometimes in the afternoon, we do the same thing. That line was out the door 24-7. <laughs> and so... It really is. Because it's so good. It tastes good, too. <laughs> absolutely. And we're a fatigued society, that's fair to say. And I think it, it's a stem of a lot. I mean, we're the sickest country in the world or something, I'm guessing, for where we're you know at fiscally and whatnot. But that's pretty scary. And here it continues, and our children are being brought up in it. And it's go, go, go. And if you're not going, you're just still doing something. you got a device, so you can do whatever. But where's that time where you're truly charging up besides sleep? I mean, and sleep's a big, big issue in our country, right? I mean, the average American doesn't get sufficient, the kids and this and that. And, you know, other cultures get siestas, naps, meditation's huge. You know, they have practices in place. But we're just like the wild, wild west out here running around with our, our guns shooting everywhere out of the pockets. And that's probably a bad thing to say, but we're expending our energy. Let's put it that way. We're shooting our energy off in all these different directions that isn't serving us as a opposite country because we're we're sick and we're paying for it and oh my gosh right so what do we do so this kind of goes back to yeah what is one thing you do i could tell you one thing i do is that and i haven't been practicing yoga for too long i did it years and years ago i was talking to you about this offline and i started again just a couple years ago doing it casually and now i'm going more regularly and that's one thing that helps charge me up exercise in general but especially yoga, because I like to run and it gives me a runner's high, but then I get depleted later. So it works, but as a caveat. So exercise, yoga, and meditation. What about you? Yeah, same. Um, I only get to yoga like once a week. I train jujitsu, which is an outlet for me to get my mind nowhere near any anything else, which is important for me. Meditation, I try to practice that every morning. That's like blown my universal life out of the water, I think. I think that was like that practice in and of its own has changed my life in so many positive ways. Yeah. So 
but we still get there. You know what I mean? We, we know these things, we enjoy these things, but last week I kind of, I felt like I took a drop and my, my, I was just zapped. I was like, I need a break. And so just trying to incorporate more of that and less of these devices we, we are all on probably listening to this and using to record this, we got to get away from them a little bit. And I'm not saying don't have one, but Track your usage sometime, and I think you're going to be really surprised the difference between that and actually being outside, like outside of a building, connecting. That's an easy, quick way, and I have a client up in Minnesota that walked on the bare snow the other day to charge up because that's how good it is to connect with nature, right? Take off your shoes and put them on the earth. You will naturally recharge. We're all energy, and you will get the best energetic charge possible you know they say go go get out in nature take a hike you know take a hike right yeah take a hike because your energy ain't right yeah but being barefoot i do notice even like the well i live near the beach so the beach obviously but even just in the backyard or the front yard putting your bare feet on grass it really does it energizes <laughs> me some people might think oh that sounds hokey but I, it's like i can you can feel the energy of the earth and yeah, it's just when you're feeling stressed out, those devices are beeping and you're just constantly looking at notifications. That's me. And it's like, oh, I've got another notification. It can't wait. It actually can. You can put it down. As long as it's not an emergency text from a loved one, then you can take a break from it, go out in nature. Going out in nature is a really good way to charge up. These are all awesome, right? These are all great. We just mentioned a couple things, but you have to have boundaries in place to get to these things. You know what I mean? Like, you talked about the notifications. We got to either turn off our phones for a set period or set up barriers like where you don't hear it banging, banging or beeping or whatever it does because it will pull you. It does. I've had it happen too many times where I just went into an app and like a few minutes later, I was like, oh my gosh, that thing just sucked me in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's scary. It's very easy. Yes, and, and that's absolutely. what they're designed to do. They're enticing. They're, they that's are. That's what apps do. They, they draw you in. Well, they say it's like a, it's a dopamine rush and the people that founded Facebook and Instagram, they didn't know that it was going to provide almost like the same dopamine rush you get from your gambling, playing slot machines because you get a like, you post something, ooh, and then you go back for more because it's natural. You're, it's, it's actually really addictive and they didn't know when they were designing it. So I like your idea. I actually did disable notifications for most I get notifications. The rest, I actually have to go into the app now to see the likes or whatever. Because is that really that important to see on your home screen? Trust me, if something's that important, you're going to find out. And you you may find out intuitively because you're not connected to a device getting pulled your energy. Because that happens a lot. Oh, you, you'll be out. Maybe you're out in your yard with your feet on the earth. Oh, my sister Patty or whatever. I don't know if you have a such name, Patty, but... You know, or maybe take a pad with you. And that's what, you know, doing what I do. I, my mind's always going, going, going. And what I would do is just punch stuff into my phone. But I have to put that phone away or I'll get lost. And so I just like have paper, and, you know, and that's therapeutic and charging in itself. But the boundaries, like we're saying, you have to make, make the time to do these things. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. Yoga is awesome, but, you know, it does take time to get to a studio if you don't do it at home or whatever and blah, 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 which is cool if, if you got it and, you know, you got traffic and that's another thing we can talk about. It. That's pulling energy. But, you know, it's awesome. And then, like, 
you know, meditation, you can do like five minute sessions, like at work, probably in an, in a bathroom. If you really have no place to do it, I used to go outside and sit on a bench and stare at a man-made lake with sunglasses. I don't think anybody really knew I was meditating, but at that point I really didn't care because it was like keeping me sane. You know what I mean? So there, yeah, we just have to make it, you know, make it, make that like at the beginning of the day, you know, you schedule all this other stuff, schedule that charge time and you know instead of walking down to the cafeteria at 1 30 walk down to the parking lot and do a lap i don't know everybody's got their own little charging devices you know and the less you you have to rely on something to take in like coffee or a food stimulant or something like that to jack you up talking about adrenals you know if you can do it naturally all the better right so it's cool right well definitely getting enough sleep Trying to turn off the blue lights. One thing, if, if you they say keep the device out of the room <laughs> yeah. when you sleep, I can't because it's my alarm clock. But to turn on that night shift, if you have Apple, I'm sure on Android it's the same. They have some sort of night. Apple phones have a night shift, so it changes it to a yellow light because the blue lights are really interfere with sleep. That the blue lights should be you should be using that when you're awake, and then that's how your body builds melatonin because. In the old days, there was yeah. no light at night, so people would go to bed real early. Your body, once the lights go off, it starts to produce this melatonin, which helps you sleep. So if you turn off, I guess the yellow lights are not as... Fascinating. It doesn't interfere with that, but the blue lights do. And another thing for charging up, now some people are going to say this sounds cheesy, oh, yeah. but I find that crystals... I used to be a total skeptic about yes. this, but I cut yes. some in the last year, and... There are certain ones, and if you put it near either, yeah. sometimes I guess the heart chakra for me or the head. So I'm putting that there when you're when you're having a day, you're just feeling sensitivity. You say is a gift, and it is. It is. Yeah. I agree. But sometimes there's just too many energies. I'm pulling in people's energies, and I want to kind of ground myself. What do you think about the crystals? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Like I f- forgot we we're going to talk about this. <laughs> Why is it that it does that? And a lot of people, they're just going to probably laughing right now. It's funny. Like, and a lot of people I know in this business, if you will, this industry healers, or a lot of people I've connected with love rocks and, and even as kids. And I used to play with rocks. I still have some rocks from when I was a kid. But as I got older, I was like, wow, I used to collect rocks. Oh my gosh. Right. But that was just me getting farther away from who I really was. And, and I, obviously I was drawn to him and the kids kids love them too because they all have different energies attached to them real life energies i mean we talk about getting outside and connecting well guess what you can take that outside in to connect like holding a crystal that is mother you know that's mother that's energy from the earth pure clean it's not a device emitting who knows what but each stone has a frequency each chakra in your body i know how much our our listeners know about chakras but they all have a different frequency and those stones can help move energy within those chakras to help clean, if you will, or recalibrate them so that you're in a better energetic balance, if you will. It's, it's awesome. They're great tools. I use them for Reiki sessions. I have sh- chakra stones I place um, over the chakras, and I, it just feels like it amplifies the experience for the clients. At least that's the feedback I get. And I just love it because you can feel the stones vibrate. Sometimes, especially like if you're laying down and you put one on your your third eye or your forehead, it's fascinating, but it's moving energy and great energy. You're talking about the best you can get, in my opinion. I 
feel the same way. I don't have as much training as you as far as I'm only level one Reiki, but the crystals, I was always drawn to them when I was younger too. rocks. And then I used to work at a store called Visions and Dreams. And at the time they, they called it new agey type store. And they had a lot of books and, you know, sage and classes about meditation, but they had a lot of crystals and people would come in and ask about it. And I would give them advice. And at the time I said, oh, do I really believe in this? Kind of. But you know what? I've always been drawn to certain crystals. What rose, any kind of quartz, rose quartz, the clear, regular crystal quartz. I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about the names. And moonstone and turquoise. Like there's certain ones that I gravitate towards. So I will use them and I need to research more about which chakra points resonate with which crystals. But it seems to work with me. It, it seems to recharge me. But what about Reiki itself? Again, I'm only level one and I was attuned by you actually distantly, which is really cool. As a, as a Reiki master, can you use Reiki to charge yourself, especially if you can Reiki yourself? Can you use that also to charge? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But like the other things, you have to make the time for it, right? You have to take a break from stuff. You know, self-Reiki is awesome. And I was, actually did it today during yoga. I was talking about yoga. I get there like once a week, but it's so amazing. During the meditative part, I self reiki myself and I found myself like uh, my hands on my head, just wherever my intuition took me that I needed balancing. But yeah, absolutely. Reiki is a great thing. And I think every wellness company, business program, whatever you want to call it, should have somebody on site to charge up people. I really believe that because you see it all over the place. People walking around drained and tired in a lot of places where you're in front of a computer, your energy is getting drained in ways on deep levels that can be adverse to you. So absolutely, Reiki is a great, great charging. And that's what a lot of my clients come to me for is just to recharge every so many weeks because whether, you know, whatever life gives you, 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 you deal as best you can. And sometimes you just need a little help. And that's where the, the, the Reiki comes in and it adds that extra boost. And it's awesome. There's also a couple other things I thought of sometimes reconnecting or connecting with a friend in person, having coffee, there we go with coffee again, having tea, coffee, whatever, having a tea or having some coffee with a friend live in person, not just liking, not just messaging on you know, Instagram or texting them or liking their posts, but reaching out because it's so easy to not, you know, it's so easy to, to forget, you know, you get so busy with everything else, kids, job work, school, you know, kids, school, job, everything else that friendship, nurturing friendship is so important. So I make sure to make time for my girlfriends and also food, the food we eat and just being really mindful of taking in whole foods, mostly plants, as well as, you know, the proteins, whether you eat meat or not, you know, if you're vegetarian, having vegetarian, vegetable-based, sorry, I'm going to say plant-based proteins, getting the right amount of fats, and a lot less sugar. To me, sugar, that is, I, I'm a recovering you know, sugar addict and it's so addictive and it is so depleting. Your blood sugar goes way up and now I'm, I'm not totally hypoglycemic. I'm like on the border. So I, so I just exhausted my body. So really just cutting the sugar out. I miss it sometimes. And I still eat, I still do eat some, but it's nobody's perfect, but really just being mindful of what you eat because each person's different and each person can be energized by different foods that might deplete someone else. Absolutely. And like we've all heard of keeping a food journal or something like that, because everybody is different, you know, whole foods that 
are actually meant to serve you, provide for you, nourish your body. That's what food's supposed to do. Somehow we got all caught up in the flavor of everything. It took us down this dark path, but absolutely what you're taking in is energy and that, that comes out. So, yeah. Also, I think another thing that really charges me up and it probably does for you is just spending time with the family, spending time with the kids and doing things as a family because they grow up so fast and soon they'll be on their devices all the time. Hopefully not. But having that FaceTime, really just being present for your children. We made the, you know, you think that you and your wife made these people. I made these people. And it's it's amazing. Just to, they yeah. are cool. Kids are actually really cool when you listen to them and you give them time and because they're so pure. And man, I wish more kids were in places of leadership because they come from the heart and they're not conditioned in certain ways. But backtracking a little bit, you said connecting with a friend. Oh my gosh, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Face-to-face interaction away from everything. Hard to do. Gotcha. I haven't seen my friends in months, unfortunately, some of them that I really want to connect with. Oh, it's hard because everybody's busy. And when we put our phones down, of course, if there's an important text, because it's really easy to just be hanging out with someone and then checking the phone and not not because you're rude. It's just, we're just conditioned to do it. So like putting the phones down and just spending time face to face. I'm really trying to do that because I, a couple of years ago, I was spending a lot of time with my girlfriends and now I'm just way busier. So I just don't have time and they don't have time, but I'm trying to prioritize it. Like take an exercise class. I do yoga with a friend of mine. So we don't see each other too often, but we see each other at the yoga class. I saw her today. Connect with people. Yeah. Like you said, not just a message, family included physically be in their presence if you can so important because those things all charge us in so many ways because we are energetic beings and we are very close to these people on all different levels deeper than just hey giving them a hug there's these connections that we have with each other yeah and we're social animals and it's you know priceless yeah face-to-face social interaction is just it's really healing and it's funny how you have it sounds so simple it sounds so simple but nowadays we're we're so evolved and, and technologically, but I feel like we sometimes can lose touch with that. And we have to, re- I have to remind myself that. Okay. This just came, I forgot all about this. So last September we did, well, I didn't do it, but somebody in town here, the, actually the love glass revolution, the love glasses I wear all the time. I think it was her and somebody else, or it might've been just been her, organized the, it was a part of the world's largest eye contact experiment where you sat across from somebody for two minutes and you just looked at each other in the eyes. No words, just looked at each other in the eyes. And this was going on globally and she did the Phoenix setup. And you talk about powerful. I just got goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, I met some great people there. I, I'm still in touch with them. But to sit there and look at somebody, amazing. I can't really put it into words you know, uh, you think of intimacy, it's very intimate, total strangers. And wow, tears, smiling at two minutes, Don. And you know what, we need to do some, one of these someday or something, right? Because it's, it's really powerful. Next. So you, what was that? So dude, how long did you have to look, do the eye, maintain the eye contact? You, was, but you could blink. It wasn't like a staring contact. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. A, <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't that funny? That's like more common than this thing. <laughs> a staring contest, right? But no, this is. Yeah, was, exactly. So you just kind of make eye contact with a person for two minutes? Yeah, it was at a park. So you're out in nature. You sat down. It was a downtown Phoenix. We sat on grass. It was a beautiful day. And you just sat there and looked at each other. And then at the end, you just had, you know, small talk. And it was usually like like a five to ten minute interaction with each person. And you just went around to the next. And it was just open. And it was so 
so wonderful. It really was. Never done anything like that and way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Actually, out of a lot of people's comfort zones. Um, yeah, I would have a hard time. I wonder. Yeah, I think I think honestly, it is very intimate. It's extremely intimate. And I think a lot of people would be uncomfortable about it, but it's so connecting. That's how we, we need to connect with other human beings. And that is Reiki. It is that connection. Reiki is connection. So yeah. And but how often does somebody just have their hands on you for an hour? You know what I mean? It's like never. And but it's so healing. Yeah, massage, Reiki, those things. Yeah, both of you know, body work, having massage done. Another thing I think charges me up is to volunteer, like to give back to a cause. And I know it sounds cheesy. I'm not trying to get any brownie points for it, but it really is. I mean, you're doing something for someone else, whether it's an environment. I've done stuff with some environmental causes or you know, food pantries, you know, just stuff, helping, helping out people, helping the homeless on, on Thanksgiving, just even a small, small thing, just going, you know, just helping someone out, like on a GoFundMe. It sounds silly, but really it, it, I don't know, for me, it makes me feel good when you're just doing something outside of yourself and not even having to announce it to the world, like to say, not to say, oh yeah, look at me, I just did this, but just to do it for yourself and yeah, or even, you know, know, at the store, help out. somebody with their cart, you know what I mean? It, even the little things that don't cost anything. And, you know, it's funny, that eyeglass experiment, I, I met with a guy named Chris Hooley with Rekindle Kindness here in Phoenix who's doing an amazing thing with the homeless. So he has a second chance Saturday every month. And isn't that so cool, right? And being able to be a part of that is awesome. And like, but that is it because when you're done doing those things, you're full. Your heart, your heart is full, and you have nothing to do but carry that forward. And what's the word I'm looking for? Vibrate it out. But it's express that. You know what I mean? You carry that. It's love, and it goes. It goes. That's the cool thing. It's so cool. Anyways, so love charges everything. We know that. Wow, that kind of it kind of concludes it, right? It gets back to love. Whether it's loving yourself, it's taking in love. Whether it's Loving food, whether it's loving relationships, including with devices and activities or substances or whatever. Creativity. Creativity is another one. I, we could list this probably all day, but mainly to get back. Yeah, being creative, creating something, even if even if it's just doing making a recipe. Like I get into certain recipes or fermentation or something I'm doing, and it just it charges me up because it's something that you're focusing on outside of yourself again. And But definitely, I, I really like this discussion. I, I hope it helps some people out there. Yeah, definitely. And if anybody has any questions, they can always call me or email, text, whatever. And maybe give your info again for Joe does in-person Reiki in Phoenix and also distance Reiki for people anywhere in the world. So where can they find you? Rootshug at gmail.com is an email address or just call me or text 602-770-9397 or hugyourroots.com or HYR Vibrations, which is com. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for chatting with me today and have a great rest of the week. And we'll talk to you again soon. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for Joe, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact and fill out the form and I'll get back to you. While you're there, you can download transcripts of previous shows or this show, listen to previous episodes, you can read my blog, and read show notes. 
If you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, I love you for that. And if you could leave me a star rating and a review, I'd really appreciate it. Well, stay tuned next week. I am going to actually be interviewed by Joe on this podcast. So Reiki Joe will return. And I'm going to talk about how you can optimize digestion and a little bit about fermentation. So stay tuned for that. It'll be kind of a switch because I'm going to be interviewed. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.